Welcome to the Messages Podcast with Every Nation NYC. We are here for you to know God, grow together, discover purpose, and make a difference in New York City and beyond. Please check out our Facebook and Instagram at Every Nation NYC. Enjoy the message. You know, when we was uh, announcing all the things that we've done this year, I just wanted to shout. I, I couldn't contain myself there on the front row because this is it. I'm excited that we are a part of a church that is doing something that I'm not a part of a church just sitting on the, the, the sidelines, just kind of one day we're going to do this, one day we're going to get involved, one day we'll touch the city. But we're part of a church that is reaching a city that is touching the world. And every time I've come in here, I just begin to thank God. Lord, I look around and I see the nations. And I'm here to tell you that that's, that's, that's a miracle because there's a lot of churches that aren't meeting together. People come into church and everybody looks the same way. But we come to church, you come through that door, you get people from all over the world that are coming to worship the true one and only living God. We have a generous church. Our church is generous. Anytime that there's been something going on in our community, something going on in the nation, we've responded. Whether it's been the Ukraine, whether it's been uh, water wells in, in Pakistan or wherever it may be. But God is using this church to do something great. And I want you this holiday season to ponder that, that you're connected to God that is using you and I to transform this city one life at a time, one life at a time. And so I just wanted to get that out so I could shout a little bit, but we're going to start a new sermon series today. We're going to start a new sermon series today called The Unexpected Gift, The Unexpected Gift. But before we get started, I got a video I just want you to see. So can you guys back there run that video? Yeah, did you get everything you wanted? Almost. Almost, huh? Well, that's, that's, that's life. Well, it's always next Christmas. Yeah. Hey, that's funny. What's that over there behind the desk? Where? Oh, behind the desk against the wall over there. Why don't you go check it out? Now, how many of you know that show is going to be on about 100 million times, and you're all going to watch it. You're going to sit there, flip through it, and watch it, The Unexpected Gift. Now, Ralphie, if you remember the story, Ralphie was going around, and he wanted that BB gun, right, the Red Ryder rifle. Man, he was all about it, man. But what was happening? Every time he brought that gun up, man, his mom, no, you can't have it. 
His friends would laugh at him. No, you aren't going to get it. Then he go to school, man. His teachers are like, you're not going to get it. You remember the, the witch looking lady that was up there? She was telling him he wasn't going to get it. But you know, there's, a, there's something that's pretty unique about this story. We had a person in our church by the name of Justin Paul that wrote the score to the Broadway musical, The Christmas Story. And the play adds a twist at the end. Ralphie's all grown up and remembering the best Christmas ever. But it wasn't because he got the beloved Red Ryder BB gun. It was because he got it from his dad. He got it. It was not the thing, but the giver of the thing he wanted. We chase all kinds of toys and trinkets, but the only thing that can fulfill us is a relationship with our father. And what I want to talk about in this sermon series is God the father and how God in his nature, his eternal nature is a giver. And maybe when you hear the word father, maybe this morning you kind of cringe a little bit. Maybe you didn't have a, a, a relationship with your father. Maybe when you hear that name, it, it kind of uh, brings up bad memories. You know, the holidays isn't good for everybody. And when you begin to think about the word father, this was a radical term that they used back then because they only knew God as God, Yahweh. Or, 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 and, and so now when you throw the term father out, man, it was just kind of like, whoa, where's this coming from? But it's talking about a relationship. And maybe you, like me growing up, maybe you didn't have a father. I didn't know my real dad. Passed away a couple years ago, met him maybe one, I think I went one time when I was like three years old, but other than that, that was it. Wouldn't know him if he had walked up to me. And then I had a stepfather. And he did the best that he could. The situation didn't work out well. But growing up, it wasn't great. And so when you think about the word father, sometimes it can bring a shudder to you, but I want to say this today is that we have a heavenly father. If you grew up in a household, if you grew up in an environment and your father wasn't the best of dads, I want to say this. You have a heavenly father that can replace anything that was ever done or not done for you as God the father. The first thing I want to say this morning is this, is that God the father is good. He's good. He's a good God. And so sometimes when we come to church, we take it, we don't think about it. We don't go back and reminisce about how good God is. You know, when we were going through this slide this morning, I just began to reminisce how good he is, how good he's been to us this year. And I want to take it to another level this morning. See, God woke you up this morning. It wasn't your alarm clock. It was the goodness of God that said, you know what, I'm going to give you another day to live. When you woke up this morning and it was cold outside, you know, God is the one that provided so that you can flip a switch and there's heat in your home. It's God that blesses you and I with the resources from our jobs. See, the Bible says that everything that we have comes from God. That's Deuteronomy 8.18. It's not us, it's from the Father. And he's good. He's good in his nature. He's a good father. The Bible says this in Genesis 1.31. The God that looked over all he had made and I want you to think about it. He made everything. Everything that we can see, touch, feel, smell, anything, he made it. And God looked over all he had made and saw that it was very good. And even passed, and morning came, making it the sixth day. He's good in his nature. He's a good father. 
He cares deeply about his children. He cares deeply about his creation. God gets overlooked in the Godhead, if you will, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We talk a lot about Jesus, and we love to talk about the Holy Spirit, but we sometimes err on the Father. And the reason is because maybe you have a skewed vision of who he is. And God is a God that loves to do things that are supernatural. He loves to surprise you and I. The Bible says this in James chapter 1, verse 16. It says, do not be deceived. In the NLT, it says misled. My dear brothers and sisters, every good and perfect gift comes from the Father above, coming down from the Father of heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. Can I say this to you this morning? God does not change. In his nature, it says this, that shifting shadows, you know, shadows can be big, they can be small, they can be here, they can be there. They're always shifting, they're always moving. But God in his nature never changes. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He is a good God. He is a good father. He's not a deadbeat dad. He comes through on his promises. When God declares a thing, it will get done. But just like any child, anybody got children and anybody raised children, anybody own children, you know, if they at a certain age, you own them until they get about 18. But sometimes you can say that we're going to do something. I, I remember I got two on the front row and I would be home from church and, you know, coming into the building. I'm, I'm going to say something. Hey, we're at the end of service. We're going to McDonald's. All right. Praise God. And then I get up here and I'm preaching and I'm shaking hands, hugging necks, telling everybody hi. And all of a sudden we get out the door and, you know, somebody wants to go eat. And I, okay, yeah, we'll go eat. And I got somebody tugging on my jacket saying, uh-uh, uh-uh, you said at the end of church we're going to McDonald's. You remember that? Daddy, you remember that? And that's how we don't have to be like that with our Heavenly Father. He remembers. He remembers everything. He's with you when you're on your knees at the side of the bed and you're crawling out to the Lord when you need a breakthrough. Some of y'all in here believe in God for bonuses. Some of you God are believing God for promotion. Some of you in here believe in God for new jobs. Some of you are believing God for new territories. Some of you believe in God in 2023, maybe to have a spouse or maybe not to have a spouse. Some of y'all may, I don't want nobody. I'm good by myself. Maybe that's what you're doing. But you know what God hears and God sees and God knows. And most of all, God cares. He's a loving and he's a good father. He's a good father. There's a story that I'd like to share because like, again, sometimes you can have turmoil when it comes to our family members, <clears throat> especially our fathers. It says this is a young man getting ready to graduate from college. For many months, he had admired a beautiful sports car in a dealer's showroom. And knowing his father could well afford it, he told him that was all he wanted. As graduation day approached, the young man awaited signs that his father had purchased the car. Finally, on the morning of his graduation, his father called him into his private study. His father told him how proud he was to have such a fine son and told him how much he loved him. He handed his son a beautiful wrapped gift box. The young man opened the box and found a lovely leather Bible. Disappointed, he angrily raised his voice at his father and said, with all the money you've given, all the money you have, you give me a Bible. And he stormed out of the house, leaving the holy book. Many years passed, and the young man was very successful. He had a beautiful home and wonderful family, but he realized his father was very old and thought perhaps he should go to see him. Before he could make arrangements, he received a telegram 
telling him that his father passed away and willed all of his father's possessions to him. He needed to come home immediately and take care of things. When he arrived at his father's house, sudden sadness and regret filled his heart. He began to search for his father's important papers and saw to steal the new Bible, just as he had left it years ago. He opened the Bible and began to turn the pages. Suddenly, a car key dropped from the envelope. Tape behind the Bible. It had a tag with the dealer's name, the same dealer who had the sports car he had desired. On the tag was the date of his graduation, and the word said this, paid in full. The question is this, is how many times do we miss our blessings because they are not packaged or are expected the way we want it? Let us remember to regularly show our love and appreciation to those who love us. We're talking about God being good. How many times do you stop and you say that God is good? Do you ever pause and just think about how good the Father is to you and I? Do you ever stop and just say, man, Lord, I, I just want to say thank you. Thank you is a word that has kind of drifted from our society because everybody expects things. Expects things. When's the last time you stopped and said thank you to somebody that held the door for you? When's the last time you said thank you for this time somebody may have bought your meal? When's the last time you stopped and said thank you to somebody that maybe just said you look nice today? Thank you. A lot of times we get caught up and get comfortable and we forget to say thank you to the natural person. How much more do we forgive to say thank you to the Father of heavenly lights? God is good. He's good. Another thing I want to share about the Father is that he's loving. He's a loving Father. And how many times do we hate to hear that word love? Sometimes we get scared of the word love. You know, you men especially, we hear that word love, we cringe a little bit. Love, ooh, ooh, love. I'm going to tell you, man, it's okay to love. It's okay to be loved. We all need love. But the God, the Father, he loves his children. He's not a deadbeat dad. He always comes through. And I just wanted to read this in Psalms 103 because sometimes we can forget how much he loves his children. The Bible says this in Psalms 103, verses 2 through 13. Praise the Lord, all my soul, and forget not all of his benefits. Remember, we have a father who has an unlimited bank account. His, his benefits are amazing. He says this, who forgives all your sins and heals all your diseases. Can you say that God loves us today? He forgives all your sins and heals all your diseases. How many times have you had your back against the wall and you get a bad report from the doctor? And the doctor's telling you it's over, it's a wrap. You might as well go home, it's nothing I can do anymore. But then all of a sudden you go to the chief physician, our heavenly father, Jehovah Rapha, and you get down on your knees and you call your connect group leader or you call your brother and sister in Christ and you say, I need somebody to stand with me and believe with me. Let us go to the father. And what is it like when the father answers that prayer, when the doctor said no, but our father said yes, you know what, that's a sign of love. He cares deeply about his children. It says that he forgives all your sins. Anybody got some sins that need to be forgiven this morning? Everybody, I'm good, I'm holier than thou. You know, no, 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 some of you in here got cemeteries and some of you got skeletons in the closet, but I'm telling you, he will forgive you for all your sins. He'll forgive you. And he's a loving, kind father.
It says who redeems your life from the pit and crowns you with love and compassion. Compassion, love and compassion. He redeems you. Can you remember where you used to be and what you used to do before you met the Lord Jesus Christ? Can you remember how you used to live? the things you used to say, the places you used to go. But then there was a God, a loving father that stepped in and say, no, enough's enough. Just like I have to step in with my children and say, enough's enough. We can't do that anymore. We can't go down that path anymore. We can't do those things anymore. It's important to have a father that will step in and redeem you from darkness and bring you into his marvelous light. That's a loving father. See, if the father doesn't speak up, then he doesn't care about the child. And so the father is always speaking. He's always wooing. He's always showing that he loves you. He's a loving father. He satisfies your desires with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. Anybody ever got a job from God? That it was just like, man, God came through. We're getting testimonies day in and day out from people that said, man, it looked bad. They said, no, but my resume went from the back of the line to the front of the line. It landed on the desk and now I got a job. Can you say that God is good? He's a loving father. He comes through on behalf of his children time and time again. He loves you and he loves me. He cares deeply about his creation. The Lord works righteousness and justice for all who's oppressed. He made known his ways to Moses, his deeds to the people of Israel. The Lord is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in love. I love that about God. Anybody got somebody that had a parent that was quick draw? You know, just, what would you say? Anybody got a father that may have snapped on you? Just, I mean, just always yelling and always screaming and always saying what you can't be and what you can't do. Yeah, that, that can scar us. That can make us feel less than. But we have a father that is compassionate, that edifies, that builds up, that says that you can and that you will and that you can be something great in society and in life because you are fearfully and wonderfully made by him. He's a loving father. Gracious and slow to anger. He will not always accuse, nor will he harbor his anger forever. He does not treat us as our sins deserve or repay us according to our iniquities. As far as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his love for those who fear him. In verse 12, as far as the east is to the west, so the Father has removed us from our transgression, removed our transgressions from us. As the Father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him. We have a loving Father. He's compassionate. He loves you and he loves me. And he cares deeply about his creation. Now we're talking about an unexpected gift. And we're in a season right now where everybody, just like Pastor Nathan was saying, man, it's the hustle and bustle. Man, I got to get those Louis Vuittons. Man, I got to get that Versace jacket. Man, I got to beat there and get that new iPhone. I got to be out there in the streets. I'm elbowing, high, knocking people down, biting people to get that gift so I can bring it home and make sure it's under my tree. Y'all quiet this morning because y'all y'all out there doing it. I know it. I saw some of y'all. I'm just kidding. I didn't see Jesus is the reason for the season. And when you begin to reflect and to pause on that, and you begin to meditate on that, all the anxiety goes away. Because I'm not going to worry about having to get this, that, and the other. 
All I want to do is spend time with my heavenly father through my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible says this in Malachi 4, 6, because God is always trying to get our attention as a heavenly father. He says, and he will turn the hearts of the father to the children and the hearts of the children to their fathers, lest I come and strike the land with a decree and utter destruction. God is going to send circumstances, situation, and people to turn you back to him. See, God is a loving father. He's a good father. And I wanted you to hear this this morning. God wants to spend time with you. God wants to spend time with you as a father. He wants you to stop running away from him and turn back to him because he has a gift that he wants to give you. Something that's going to satisfy you. Something that's going to be a game changer in your life. A gift that is unending. A gift that will keep giving. He's going to get you and I in a position to be still, to be quiet, to meditate on his word, to listen to that still small voice, to turn off the stuff and put on the word of God by listening and meditating on it. God is right there saying, look, push pause because there's something I want to give you. And there's something I want to say to you. We got to be still in the midst of busyness and the hecticness of life. It's an unexpected gift. He's a good God and he's a loving God and he wants to spend time with you. John 3:16 says this. For God so loved the world that he gave his only his one and only begotten son. That whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his son into this world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. For whoever believes in him is not condemned. But what whoever does not believe stands condemned already because they have not believed in the name of God's one and only son. Every good and perfect gift comes down from the Father of heavenly lights. This Christmas, we're getting ready to get around a tree. And we're going to open up a bunch of gifts and we're going to talk about all the things that we got. But the greatest gift is what God is trying to give you and I today. It's not only time, if you know him, time with his son, Jesus Christ. But he wants you to know him as your Lord and Savior. every good and perfect gift. This gift that God is trying to give you and I is a gift that's gonna change your life forever. And it's an unending gift. You know, when I think about things that I've hand down to my children, yes, I like to bless them. I like to give them things. I like to hand them, I like to show up. My wife and I, we, we got this thing where we like to, you know, we, we surprise them with stuff. You know, they, they weren't expecting to get something, but all of a sudden we get it for them. And they're just, oh my God, I can't believe I got that. I didn't, I, dad, I didn't, mom, I didn't believe it. It went, oh gosh. They just nuts. And I'm like, yeah, I got, we got it. We did it. God, praise him. 
But the greatest gift that I can pass down to my children is something that can't be taken away from them. See, relationships come and go. Money comes and goes. Houses, cars come and go. But man, if I can tell my children about Jesus, see, Jesus is the gift that just keeps on giving. And when you spend time with Jesus, there's nothing like it. Man, he, he loves to make the soul right. He loves to heal. He loves to deliver. He loves to set free. There's something about Jesus being the reason for the season. So many times, oh man, and I, I see it already. You get that thing, you get it. And there's nothing wrong with, I'm not the, the, the guy that beats you up because you got something. There's nothing wrong with having nice things, but know this, 2023 is coming and you're gonna want the next thing. Ladies, you know what I'm talking about. You go buy those nice shoes. Oh girl, look what I got. He came through this year, Jesus was good. And then you go down the street and you see your other homegirl got them same shoes. Man, I don't want these no more. Man, I didn't keep these. It's not going to satisfy you. It's not going to be the same. But this Jesus that I'm talking about, man, there's nothing like him. And he has the power to break chains generationally. He has the power to make you whole and new again. See, many of you in this room right now are beat up in the mind because you're trying to figure out how can I get this and how can I get that? You're wearing yourself out. But I hear the Holy Spirit saying today, just come and rest in the arms of Jesus, this gift. He's good and he's loving and he's kind. The Bible says this in James chapter four, verse eight. I'm reading from the contemporary version. Come near to God and he'll come near to you. Clean up your lives, you sinners. Purify your hearts. You people who can't make your mind. You know why? Because I want this and I want that and I need this and I need that. But man, as soon as I get a hold of Jesus, nothing else matters. Nothing else matters. This is a gift that just keeps on giving. And when you receive this gift, you can't nut but want to tell somebody else about it. You want to share it with other people. I'll go back to the beginning and I'm closing this never ending gift. You remember in the garden, God made all things good, man. It was good, 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 man. Birds, this is good. Land, good. Everything is good, man. I made woman, that's good for the man. The man, oh yeah, praise the Lord. That's good. It was good all around. But then all of a sudden there comes somebody that comes in to make it bad. What I love about God is God is like Ralphie, his father, isn't he? He knew from the very beginning. The Bible says this in 1 Peter 19. They don't have this scripture verse, but if you can pull it up, you can. For you know that there was not with perishable things such as silver or gold that you were redeemed from the empty way of life handed down to you from your forefathers. But with the precious blood of Christ, a lamb without blemish or defect. In verse 20 is the money line. He says, he was chosen before the creation of the world, but was revealed in these last times for your sake. Chosen. God wasn't reacting. Oh, no, the devil, he's making it bad now. No, no, God was already preparing a gift. He was already back there saying, you know what, I love my creation, I love my children, I love them, and I know that they're gonna be weak, they're gonna be fallible, they're like the dust of the land, but I'm telling you now, in the name, oh, in the name of Jesus, I'm gonna redeem my creation. 
and I'm going to be a father that loves his children and I'm going to bring them back to me. And see what looked like a setback was a set up because God knew, man, I got this gift that I got ready to deliver and to send to this earth to make things new. And his name is Jesus. God is a loving father. He's a good father. And he's reaching out today to give you a gift that is never ending. This gift will keep on giving is for you, your children, your children's children, and all who are far off. God has this gift for you and I today. It may have been unexpected for the world, but it wasn't unexpected by God. He knew. He's a good father. And I just want to pray over you right now. If you've been hurt in the past by your father, maybe it didn't go well with you and your father. Maybe some things have gone on and God is calling you this morning to maybe humble yourself and forgive and say, God, I want to make it right. I don't want to be like this kid that all of a sudden just, man, forget about it, man. You didn't give me what I want, so forget the relationship. No, 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 no. Even if I didn't get what I want, I still want the relationship. Still want it. I'm asking God to bring healing and reconciliation, not only to the heavenly father, but even to the natural fathers in this room today. And men, you have a chance to get it right. You have a chance to get it right. If you're a father today and you may feel like I've blown it, there's a God in heaven who forgave you and you too can be forgiven to go make it right with your children. He loves you. He cares about you. And he wants the best for you. Can we stand to our feet? <clears throat> father, in the name of Jesus, God, we thank you that you're the great reconciler. And this morning, God, we receive this gift of your son, Jesus Christ. This holiday season, we're choosing to make it all about you. This unending gift, this gift that just keeps giving and giving and giving. If you're here this morning, you say, Pastor, this Jesus you're talking about, I don't know him. But I do want to know him. With every head bowed and every eye closed, if you say, I need to get it right with Jesus right now. I need to, to hand my life over to him. I just want you to slip your hand up where you are right now. Just raise it. Nobody looking around. This is between you and God right now. I need this gift of your son, Jesus Christ. Just raise your hand where you are. We'll take a moment. <clears throat> Thank you, Lord. I just want to pray for you. Is anybody else this morning? I'm giving my life. I just need to reconnect. I need to be with this Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus. God, you see these hands that are raised this morning. I'm asking that, Lord, they would receive your gift that's come down from you, the Father of heavenly lights this morning. God, that they would open their hearts to you, Jesus, and that they would make you Lord and Savior today. Make you Lord and Savior. And that they would receive you as the greatest gift of all time. 
It's going to change their lives forever. Thank you, Lord. And I pray this morning, God, for healing and restoration for fathers and daughter relationship, father-son relationships today. I break every demonic lying scheme of hell that there's hate, there's division, there's strife, that he doesn't hate me, he doesn't love me, he doesn't care about me. Lord, I'm asking this morning that you'd be the reconciler that only you can be. Bring families together this holiday season. Bring peace in homes this holiday season, Lord Jesus, for you are the Prince of Peace. And bring healing and deliverance and wholeness in homes this holiday. You are a good father and you care deeply about your children. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. You've been listening to the Messages Podcast with Every Nation NYC. If you enjoyed our message, please rate and review us on iTunes. It helps others hear the message of Jesus, and we really appreciate it. If you have yet to spend time with us in person, we would love to welcome you to one of our services. Visit everynationnyc.org to find all the info you need to attend a service. We will see you there.